You're listening to a message from Maranatha Church of Jacksonville. For more information, please visit our website, maranathajax.com. Hello, Maranatha Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Kevin. We are in week nine of our Acts series. We have a few more weeks left. And this week we are in Acts chapter 15. Pastor Brian shared a message last Sunday on this passage. And so go back and listen to that. So real quick, real recap of where we are. So in Acts chapter 13 and 14, before this, we see Paul's missionary journey, his first missionary journey, when he gets uh, sent out from uh, Antioch and goes to many different places like Cyprus and uh, Iconium, Iconium, and he plants other churches. And so now he's back in Acts 15. He's back in Antioch. And when he's back there, there's a debate that comes up. And so these men were teaching um, about how the Gentiles need to be circumcised. And he says in Acts 15 verse 1, these people were teaching, unless you are circumcised according to the custom prescribed by Moses, you cannot be saved. And so this is the discussion that's going to take place now in this chapter. Paul and Barnabas are discussing with them about, about this. What do you do now? Because these people that said this weren't necessarily, um, you know, I don't think they were trying to be, you know, mean about it or wrong about it. But, you know, because in Leviticus 12, it does say that God told the people, um, the Israelite people, to be uh, circumcised in order to show that this is a sign of the covenant, that they are separated. They are uh, people for God. And so these people thought, well, this is still the case. If these Gentile peoples, people are going to be saved, then they need to become you know, Jewish. They need to do these things. And so Paul and Barnabas, well, started to discuss this. And they're in Antioch at the time. And so then it says that they were sent off back to Jerusalem to have a council about this. And an interesting part here in Acts 15, uh, the section one through five, is that as Paul and Barnabas were going to Jerusalem to discuss this about the uh, Gentiles needing to be circumcised or not, as they were on their way, it says that they passed through Phoenicia and Samaria. And when they passed through there, they actually stopped and gave testimony of the Gentile conversion. And it says the people there were encouraged by this. And they were, you know, wow, this is this is awesome that this is happening. So I just thought that was an interesting little information there that if you're not careful, you might miss that. Is that even though Paul and Barnabas were not on a, quote, mission trip, they were heading to Jerusalem to just have a discussion, a, a church-wide discussion about a subject. But even though they were on their way there, they they still were on mission, like as if they're always thinking about the gospel. They're always thinking about people needing to hear the testimonies and the stories. And so I thought that was just an interesting little part there that they're always on a mission. And so uh, then later they get to Jerusalem. And when they get to Jerusalem, uh, we see Peter and he stands up and talks to all the apostles and the elders that are gathered that are talking about this matter, whether or not Gentiles need to be circumcised. So Peter stood up and said, brothers and sisters, you are aware that in the early days, God made a choice among you. He's talking to Jewish people here that by my mouth, the Gentiles would hear the gospel message and believe. And God, who knows the heart, bore witness to them by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he also did 
to us. He made no distinction between us and them, the Gentiles, cleansing their hearts by faith. And so Peter now is an advocate for Gentiles coming to know Christ. And he is reflecting back on that story of Cornelius. If you remember in Acts 10 and Acts 11, when Peter gets a vision from Jesus to say, hey, look, this is for the Gentile people too. And Peter was like, wait, are you serious? And now a couple of later chapters later, Peter is like all for it. He's like, yes, this, this makes sense now. I've seen it in the, the scriptures, in the Old Testament, the Hebrew scriptures. I've seen that this message is not just for the Jewish people, but it's always been for the Gentiles. So you just kind of see this uh, growth happen with, with Peter in this story, that he is now this advocate pushing for this message needs to go to the Gentile people. What a transformation that we see in Peter's life. Throughout the whole book of Acts, we see Peter just growing in the Lord and maturing in wisdom and strength in the Holy Spirit. And that Peter at this point now is just, you know, in Jerusalem, talking in front of all these people, all these Jewish believers and leaders and elders and saying, this message is for the Gentile people. And so uh, just a powerful uh, testimony there of God's uh, love and God's faithfulness to all of humans. And so Peter is there talking and he, and he mentions that it's it's about believing. It's about having faith and it's a reflection. Um, well, he's not reflecting on this verse, but but later on, Paul in Ephesians 2, 8 says that we are saved by grace through faith. So you kind of see a similar uh, pattern there that uh, it's not about the, the law anymore. It's now that we are saved through uh, faith in, in God and what he's done for us. And so now... These uh, Jewish believers, they are now thinking about this whole thought about Gentiles and in Jerusalem, this, this whole council is, is happening. And so one thing that came out of this also is that they said that we should not cause difficulties for the Gentile people. Like if they want to come to know Christ, we shouldn't put on a yoke that they cannot even bear themselves. Um, even that we couldn't bear ourselves, you know, mentioning about the law. And Paul writes about this later in Galatians. He writes to people who are once again trying to take things in the law and put it on people um, now. And Paul's like, hey, it's let's not do that, okay? And Paul gets pretty angry in Galatians. So if you want to read Galatians, you can get an idea there. And so they say that we should actually make it easy, all right, for Gentiles. We want to make it easy for Gentiles to know Christ. We don't want to put things on them that they cannot even do. And so we want to encourage them to have faith. So in a fee, in sorry, in Acts 15, 6 through 21, we see this Jerusalem council. And then at the end um, of Acts 15, the, the second part there, in Acts 15, 22 through 29, we actually see a letter that was composed and written by the Jewish leaders in this meeting, and it was written to Gentiles. And so the whole letter is there, and you can read it, what they said to the Gentile people. And basically, they were apologizing, saying, sorry about those Pharisees who told you that you have to get circumcised in order to be a believer. We're sorry about that. That's not the case. And then they gave them clear instructions here at the very end of this letter. They said, well, here's what you need to do. For it was the Holy Spirit's decision and not ours, not to place further burdens on you beyond the requirements. But here's what you need to, to, to do. Here's some clear instructions, Gentile people, that you abstain from food offered to idols, all right, from blood, 
from eating anything that has been strangled, and from sexual immorality. You will do well if you keep yourselves from these things. Farewell. And so that's how it ends. It gives them uh, an apology about, hey, sorry about putting this burden on you. That's not the case. And then it gives them clear instructions. And I just thought that was a great pattern for us as believers um, in any relationship we have is living lifestyle of, you know, uh, being apologetic. Now, you don't have to go overboard with that, but I think you know what I mean, is that uh, we live a life that we are um, compassionate towards people, that if we see somebody that's hurting and broken, you know, we can apologize on behalf of just um, humanity itself and just say, hey, sorry about this, you know, we're sorry this is happening. And then out of uh, our belief in, in Christ and the wisdom he's given us through the Holy Spirit, we can give people clear instructions and we can say, hey, um, this is what I think, you know, you could do. It's it's counsel and that comes from the Holy Spirit, the spirit of, of counsel. He's the counselor. And so if we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we have the greatest counselor uh, living and dwelling inside of us, and we are able to offer clear counsel to other people. As any anyone, all believers are able to do this, offer counsel to people, and we're able to receive counsel from other believers. And so I thought that was just a great pattern here of um, ap- apologetic, you know, sorry about this, and then also clear instruction. It's like forgiveness, grace, and then uh, counsel, wisdom, knowledge, understanding. And then, so at the end of Acts 15, there's the outcome of the Jerusalem letter. It tells us what happened when the Gentiles read this from uh, Jerusalem, from these from these Jewish believers. The Gentiles read it, and it said that they were encouraged by that. I mean, of course, they were encouraged by this. They, they were given clear instructions from Jerusalem, <laughs> from the center of Christianity at, at the time. From that, that place, all these elders gathered together out of love for the Gentile people. And they wrote to them and the Gentiles were encouraged. Wow, they, they're for us. They're, 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 we're a part of their family. I mean, think about the, the, how powerful that must've been for the Gentiles to read that, thinking that they, were, they might've been unsure of whether or not they were allowed to be in the family. I mean, think about that. They're like, why are we allowed to believe in a, in a Jewish Messiah? Is this even, able, are we able to do, like, how do we do this? What, there's probably so much confusion, but this letter brought about so much clarity in the Gentile people, and it brought the the Jewish believers and the Gentile believers closer together. Um, I mean, how often is that the case where God does that, where he brings something that that somebody is debating about something or arguing about something, but after much uh, talk and, and, and uh, putting a lot of thought into it and receiving wisdom from the Holy Spirit and getting clarity and having clear instructions and apologizing, all of that, even though that it started with a debate and kind of a rough, you know, a little bit of a rough patch there, it ended up where there was such a unity now in the spirit between the Jewish believers and the Gentile believers. And so I love how God does that, how he takes something that seems like it's broken and unsure. It's it's how are we going to solve this? How is this even going to play out? But then in the end, God did it for the better and people are encouraged because of it. And so this is what's happening here in this in this chapter. People are encouraged. People are thankful for clear instructions. So just to two little recap here is that Paul and Barnabas, um, at the very beginning, 
just how they were always on mission. I thought that would that was a good message for us to always be on mission no matter where we're going. If we're going to a place that we don't even want to go, kind of the, they might not have been wanting to go back to Jerusalem to discuss this. I mean, I don't I'm not sure how many people are eager to talk about circumcision. Uh, I didn't really want to <laughs> talk about this on this podcast, but this is what this chapter is about. So they were probably not very eager to go back and discuss about circumcision, um, but they did it. And because their faithfulness, they they were always on mission and things um, happened and things, um, they encountered people that maybe they would not have encountered if they wouldn't didn't go back to Jerusalem. So always being on mission wherever you go, looking for opportunities to encourage people, looking for opportunities to uh, apologize and say, hey, this isn't how it should be. I'm sorry for the brokenness. Looking for opportunities to apologize and say sorry to people and looking for opportunities to give clear instructions and counsel to people. And so that's the two things I want to walk away with is always being on mission and bring clarity to other people. I think that's what the Lord is calling us to do as believers. So I hope that you were encouraged by listening to this podcast, and I'm really thankful for what the Lord's doing in our church through this book. I uh, feel like the Lord's really growing us and increasing our faith in Him and and our wisdom in the Holy Spirit. And so stick with us. We're going to continue in Acts, and we will keep on going until, until we're finished with this book. So take care. Goodbye, everybody.